that, I want to say thank you in advance to God again for the next race that we're also going to win. And everyone's up in heaven going, yeah, oh, no, oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, Father. Oh, sweet day, boy. That's right, guys, we're back. Yes, we are. Can you hear me? Whatever. Where are you going? Welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris. Um, listen, guys, I'm thrilled to be here with you today. It it feels, it always feels like it's been a while, but I know that it hasn't. It's only been a week. But listen, life, life has been kind of like a whirlwind for me lately. You know what a whirlwind is? I don't. I assume it's something like a tornado. There's lots of whirling and winding. Okay, whatever it is, grab a kite and, and just enjoy the weather. You feel me? Um, but yeah, there's a lot that's been going on. There's a lot to get into. But before we do any of that, I have to say, fresh jacket. It's pretty noisy. Listen to that. Okay. Now, listen, I'm not a big buyer of of clothes. I, I like to spend my money elsewhere preferably on snacks and such, but I was walking past the the rack with some snacks and I saw this jacket. Was this Dr. Seuss? I got to snack it with the racket, then he picked up a new jacket. Um, but yeah, so I'm walking by with my plate of snacks in the grocery store and I see the little thing. It says 50% off. Now, we know I'm a sucker for a good deal. Okay, 1% off is enough for me to go, bling, bling, bling. Is this a worthy purchase? So I see it, it says 50% off, and I'm like, well, I just can't hold it anymore, right? Now, I want I want to buy all this stuff because it's 50% off, half off, slashes and dashes. But I don't have any room. As as I'm walking by, this little voice in my head goes, look again, it says 50. And I say, yeah, I know I saw it's 50, but just look again, there might be more. And I go, whatever, I turn around with all my Apple Bites, and I say 50, oh, right under there. An extra 25% off, that's 75%, dude. 75%, dude, I'll, I'll buy anything. I don't care what it is, let alone a jacket that fits all nice and slim and it feels great. But, dude, I don't know. I would buy, I was going to say Steelers memorabilia, but I won't go that far. Mm-mm, no. But, listen, 75%, that's majority share, majority stake. I'm I'm a shareholder, and I'm a CEO of this purchase. And I was thrilled to get it. So I, I did just that, and that's how they get me, man. And it, it might not have even been 75% off. They might have just marked the price. Like, this is a $200 jacket, but for 75% off, how's that? It's only 50 bucks. And I fell for it. Um, but it wasn't that. It was actually $6. So worthy purchase. Good for Tristan. He makes money moves. And then I ate all my snacks with fresh clothing. Okay? You, you can't beat life for me right now. Things are going well. Um, so anyways, fresh to death. <laughs> oh, he died. But he looks so good. And yeah, man, I'm back on my shower game, as you can tell, because like when you make a luxurious purchase of six dollars, you have you have to bathe against, you know, begrudgingly so like I, I had to. OK, but it was like a six dollar bath shower. OK, it was six dollars worth of bathing. It wasn't necessarily clean from top to bottom. But look, OK, baby steps. We're getting back into the hygiene <laughs> as much as we can. Uh, I, I say that jokingly, but I, I do shower. OK, fret not all ye sniffers of the world who go, Tristan smells. He's polluting the ozone layer. I'm, I'm OK. OK, I'm not great. OK, but I'm six dollars worth clean. I'm six dollar clean. Um, so anyways, yeah. Things have been going great for me in my life, and that's not to brag, all right? 
But I do just want to say thank you, Jesus, for everything that's been going on. It's just win after win after win. And I've been very proud and happy. And, and, and I will always declare to the Lord, thank you, okay, to the Lord. You know, we say God, we say the Lord, but we don't say the God. The God. Thanks, the God. That was awesome. Dude, freaking the God freaking mounted up and freaking, yeah, thank you, the God. Yeah. So anyways, I'm just very, very grateful. And I will always publicly declare that. Now, a variety of reasons that I think about, okay, and this is this is part of my, I like to think that I can outsmart the world, fate, and the God himself in some ways. No, I don't. I don't. That's a that's a bit much. But I will say, like, part of me just thinks that somehow I've cracked the code no matter what kind of mental game. Like, I'm playing chess with God. I'm like, oh, ba 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 But it's not how that works. But part of me does think, okay, realistically, that, listen, the Lord is a gracious and loving father. Is he not? Okay, we know this. But first and foremost, he is a businessman. Okay, now this, the world, humanity, life itself is his startup. Okay, he made this from scratch and he wants to see it succeed. So I think personally that as a good businessman, if you have somebody going out there and declaring loud and proud that all this coming from me and all my success and my adventures going forward, I'm pointing up to God and saying, thank you for all that. If you're a business, okay, and you are sponsoring something, you kind of got to make sure it goes well. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I'm a NASCAR driver, and I've got the Lord's little bumper sticker on my vehicle, and I'm just driving the races, doing as well as I can, and there's trouble, okay, up in heaven. God, 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 what is it, Gabriel? Yeah, okay, so um, Tristan Sartoris kind of put yeah, our logo on his car, and he's not doing so well. What do you what? What do you mean? He's in last place. Uh, he's, it's not going to get any close. And he said that all oh, this race, all glory goes to you. All glory goes. We have to do something about this. Oh, what are we going to do, God? Well, we, 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 we got to get him up to first. But isn't that cheating? Well, you know what's worse than cheating, Gabriel? 1.2 million followers of faith losing. Okay, they will no longer believe in me because this guy, this idiot, this buffoon behind the wheel said this result is of my hand. Oh, God. We have to do something about this. Jesus! Yes, Father. Take the wheel. Dun -dun 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 -dun. So that's how it works, man. I think you just kind of point up to God and, you know, he kind of takes care of you. So I'm just like, I sit back in my crappy driving and, you know, Jesus takes the reel. And, the reel. And I put my hands up and I'm just flying, dude. And I'm waving to people. Oh, our God, he's an awesome God. He reigns. I have an above with. How's he going so fast? 210 mile an hour. Vroom, by the glory of the most high. And then of course, dude, be very thankful and grateful because the Lord does provide, you know, and just things always do kind of work out, especially when you put your faith and trust in Jesus. And then I win the race and I do give glory back. And I say, look, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to my Lord and savior. Okay. But also more than that, I want to say thank you in advance to God again for the next race that we're also going to win. And everyone's up in heaven going, yeah. Oh, no, oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, father. No, I just, oh, you know, so there's a lot going on. And I always just want to say thank you. Thank you to the Lord for uh, taking care of me, man. So publicly declare, show your faith. And, uh, you know, that's not to say things are always going to work out. Sometimes you'll be like, you know, listen, 
You know, you are doing good, my child, but first place is a bit too much for you. The, you know, the father knows best, so sometimes he might just leave you where you are to teach you a lesson. But this time, you know, I definitely just got to sit back, and Jesus took the wheel. And he's a great driver, dude. Props to Jesus again, man, for always taking wheels and making sure, you know, the Lord blesses the brand. Things go great. So anyways, man, where have I been? <laughs> what, what has life been up to for me. So the last episode I recorded, I was in a rush. Okay. And I had another big venture I was going out on. Um, long story short, I went to Canada. Okay. To meet a, a very, very wonderful girl. And it was way more than I expected. As hard as it was like this crazy leap that I was doing, it was way harder to leave. Um, and that's kind of all I'm going to say about that is that it was beautiful. It was magic. It was perfect. Okay. And, and I'm going to leave it there for the, the sanctimony of, of private memories. Um, but anyways, what I will tell you, dude, is that the journey, the expedition, the odyssey even, um, of, of getting there was no easy feat. And it felt crazy from every step of the way. And from the moment before I even left the driveway, the whole day before I left, um, my mom was like, just make sure you take care of your car. Make sure you like do check all the bells and whistles, all the floors, make sure everything's in check. And I say, mom, don't worry. I got it. I'm going to make sure it's fine and good and whatever. Now I'm telling this story, not because it's funny for me, but because of props to my mom, um, that she was right. Okay. I went out there an hour before I had to leave and it's pitch black and I'm holding brake fluid in one hand and oil in the other and I'm just kind of going and I'm tired and exhausted and I pour brake fluid into my oil. Uh-oh! Panic! Okay? This could be disastrous to not lubricate all the things that my car needs to. Um, so I'm panicking. I'm going, oh, she's what are I freaking... Mom, you were right! So I'm telling you that just to say... Tristan in the future, when you're watching this, because I know you watch your podcast all the time, because it's a great show. Um, I hope you're doing great. But also, listen to your mother, all right? She's right, 99.100% of the time. Um, so don't think you are smarter or that you will be able to take care of it. Sometimes you can get away with some things, mostly when you say, Lord, you know, make sure you take care of this brake fluid and oil. Uh, but when you try to abide by your own knowledge and rules you you're not going anywhere quick um so anyways i was panicking and time is freaking crunching it's crushing down on me so i run to the store and it's so late at night because it's like an overnight travel um that i'm trying to figure out what i can do what what's what are my what are my options what's my solution so my car is european it's a volkswagen so the oil filters in order for me to actually flush the oil out and get a new oil filter uh are a very specific brand and they're european and they're only sold at automotive stores like AutoZone, o'reilly whatever but again it's after midnight those things they're not open um so i'm like i don't have any oil filter chances i can't just uh, it's gonna be very dicey to do that anyway i was thinking i was gonna jack it up just do the whole freaking oil change right in the driveway but what i did opt for um was to run to the grocery store and they did have some european oil i was able to just flush it out and hope for the best and say lord everything just goes your way, whatever you want, and I, I pray that you take care of me in this journey. And you know what, dude? Because the Lord did not want to be embarrassed, and because mostly he's, he's a loving father, but because he didn't want to be embarrassed on this story, he said, all right, Tristan, I got you. 
And he did. Thank you, Jesus, again, man. Just so grateful. Um, but yeah, so I, I drove with a, a fully oiled up car, but with a lot of brake fluid in it as well. And the drive was nice. It was fine. It was the middle of the night, lots of time to reflect. I do like night driving specifically because you're just flying down the highway and there's nobody in sight. And well, I don't know. So I do. I worry about that because I like to go really fast and I like to have somebody else just in front of me to take the heat. Uh, for instance, I was speeding the other day. And there was, it was me and three other guys, and we were just ripping it through the highway, okay, all in the fast lane. And um, so they're all, they're all going quick, and we're probably going 20, 25 over the speed limit. And out of nowhere, three cops, whoop, 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 take out all three guys in front of me. However, thank you, Jesus, uh, there's not a fourth officer, all right? Like, they didn't, they didn't have the staff to get all four of us. So all three of them, bing, bing, bing. I'm like, oh, shoot, am I next? Is, no? Oh, should have employed another fool. So anyways, thank you, God, again, man. I just, I got away with it. But, yeah, I like to speed, and it's, it's, it's great and peaceful to nighttime driving, you know what I mean? But at the, on the one hand, you, you got to be careful speeding, and I, like, time was ticking because I, I knew that I needed to, I mean, I had to drive to freaking Canada. I was going to drive all the way up to the Toronto airport and then fly across to Alberta because it was like $900 cheaper. So I, one, I've never been out of the country. I don't know how this journey is going to go, but I know I can drive and I don't know how the rest of this is going to happen. So it's the middle of the night. I'm tired and um, I make it to Border Patrol and I... I was pretty nervous about this because I'd looked up online. A lot of people get denied and shut down. Um, the guys are supposed to be very mean and interrogating and trying to intimidate you. Maybe you slip up in case, you know, you're doing something wrong. And I go, oh, I was speeding so fast. And you're like, all right, okay, well, you didn't need to say all that. But do you have any drugs? And I go, no. But did you see how fast I came down? But anyways, I got there and I was a little bit, I, I came with plenty of time because I was scared that I'll get pulled into secondary. I guess that's where you can have hour-long search and, and they have to investigate and look into your story or whatever. And and I was like, well, I've never been out of the country. I don't know how this is going to go. And maybe that's a red flag on my passport, middle of the night. So there are three cars ahead of me. I'm seeing a pattern. It's kind of like those guys that we were you know, driving down. Three cars ahead of me. Every single one of them gets pulled into secondary. And they're just sitting there for whoever you know, knows how long and there's like not a lot of staff because it's the middle of the night. So they're just waiting for this guy to finally have time to go and go through this whole process. I'm like, oh no, because that whole oil thing, I don't have a lot of time to spare. I'm very, very worried about how this is going to go. So this guy comes out and, and it's kind of like a culture shock right out the get-go. Uh, the guy's like, bonjour. I'm like, oh no, man, is this going to be like an accent language barrier? I'm going to have to somehow, I got to have to straighten up. I try and be as respectful and as calm, as cool and collected as possible. Because if I look scared or if I look like I have something to hide, even though I don't, I could get pulled over there and this, this whole thing goes out of whack. Okay? So he's asking me questions. Bang, 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 bang. Asking me this and that. And how many days? And where are you going? And how's your scar? And what's your plate? And what's your story? And what are you doing this? And I'm like, oh, okay. Like this. And I try to just remain as just freaking on top of it. Okay. And he was asking rapid fire questions, I think, to try and get rapid fire answers. But I was like, all right, I'm just going to keep my cool. And I'm going to take a beat. So one of them, he's going through a lot of things. He goes, and how much money is in your wallet? And I go, um, I don't know, about like 80 bucks. And I 
use that as just a, a, a beat point, even though I knew there was 80 bucks. I didn't need to think about it because I keep 80 bucks in my wallet. Don't use, don't try and rob me. Um, but I keep 80 bucks in my wallet. And I was just trying to act a little bit, just, just calm and cool. And after every answer, he kept going like this. I don't know if that's a French face or something, but or like a stink face. I was like, is that good or bad? I was like, 80 bucks. Like, what do you do for work? I was like, uh, voice actor. Why does your plate say truck on it? And I'd go, well, because it was cheaper. Then I didn't have to do all the paperwork and, you know, get the e-check. He goes, okay. I was like, is he judging me or is he like this? So he keeps going rapid fire. And he's, I feel that he's trying to scare me. He goes, yeah, it's a lot of questions, isn't it? Pretty weird, right? And I go, yeah, dude, stop. I don't say stop. I go, yeah, it is. And I like laugh at him. I didn't mean to, um, but it was funny. In, like I was intimidated in a way, but also scared, but also like, you know, it was a silly amount of random questions. Like he started asking me about my favorite video game at one point. And then he grabs my phone. Well, he doesn't grab me. He asks, he's like, can I look at your phone? And I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be an interesting situation. Not that there's anything to hide, but I can't just like, no, you can't look through my property. And then I'll be like, well, you can't come into the country then. So I go, sure, dude, I have my freaking phone. And he's just sitting there scrolling, goes, mm-hmm, making his stupid French face, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he hands it back to me, he goes, somehow I ended up on your Instagram profile. I was like, yeah, what do you mean somehow, dude? That's not how phones work. You clicked on it, and you wanted to see what you saw. And he's like, yeah, so somehow I just ended up there. And now I'm trying to be more calm. Again, I'm just trying to crack some jokes. And I go, oh, man, do you see anything cool like that? You like the page? Did you like any of my stuff? Because um, I was hoping maybe he did. And he's like, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. You know what? Just Okay, you just go. Just get out of here. And I got the drive on free. So I played it cool. I was very nervous, very scared. And immediately driving, okay, if you've never been out of the country, four seconds after crossing this border, after they say, welcome to Canada, uh, I lose service. And this was something I had anticipated but when you buy an international pass with my my phone carrier it works on like a 24-hour schedule okay so i wanted to start it as late as possible now i was kind of rushed the oil the friggin border patrol all that check and stuff um i i did not think about it in time so i cross and then i go oh crap i forgot to buy it i wasn't expecting to lose data like freaking four seconds into it and it's a culture shock i mean this guy's in french there's french signs <laughs> I'm sorry, what? It's in kilometers, there's freaking liters, and everything's in Celsius, and I'm like, I don't know where I am, and I have no data to figure it out. Okay, so I drive, and I'm like, oh man, I need to freaking get off the highway somewhere, wherever I am, in Canada, and I need to go and find um, some data. Like, I need to find Wi-Fi so that I can buy the data. But before that, as I, I exit, I get a little notification on my phone. Bing! Hey there, jet setter! A little notification. And it says, would you like to buy your international pass in minutes? I go, yes, that would be great. Thank you. Like, somehow I have, like, I have, I can see that I have bars. Like, I have connection, but it's the Canadian Towers. I don't know how it works. Um, so I'm texting, yes, go, go, go. I'm a jet setter. Just give me some minutes. And he says, oops, sorry, we can't do that. And I'm, I now exit off, okay. And I'm, I'm driving through Canada, just some random town. And it keeps popping up. Oops, no, it didn't work. Try again. Go. Oops, didn't work. And I go, oh, my gosh. What I remember was the last time I renewed my phone plan, I had a different card. So every time I text, go, give me the minutes, it goes, mm, sorry, we're charging a card that doesn't exist. So I have no choice now. And mind you, it's the middle of the night to find somewhere 
that has Wi-Fi just so I can log in and buy data. And again, clock is crunching down. Time is ticking, dude. I got to get to this airport and I have no idea where I am. I can't read any of the signs. Everything's in liters. I'm running out of gas. I stopped to get gas. I get 22 liters. Don't even know what that is. And I'm just kind of freaking out. I have no connection and I don't know which way is the airport to begin with. So I'm driving for about 45 minutes, okay? Just through towns and towns. Everything's dark and shut down. It's the middle of the night. There's nothing. I end up in a small town called Grimsby, okay? Now I'm saying I was freaking out, but you know, you know me. I'm pretty calm and cool and collected. Like I have a little clip. Look at this nice little uh, town we got here. Look at downtown Grimsby. I'm totally fine. But listen, for story purposes, I was intensely freaking out. Well, I was. I don't know. I don't know how I feel in tense situations. I feel like I'm very troubled in my heart, but then I go, I already said that the Lord's going to deliver me to the airport. Fine. All right. And this one's for the brand. God, I know you got something drawing up here. And sure enough, dude, 45 minutes driving through some random village, I come across a, a big lot. Of, of all these stores, I don't recognize. You I mean there's freaking Petro's and oh, Henry's and Tim Hortons everywhere. And I come across one store that's lit up. It's called Metro. All right. I think it's a 24 hour grocery store. It just so happens. So I pull up into the fire parking line because uh, I got to get as close as possible. And there I see it the free Wi Fi. Thank you, God. You always deliver. And you're going to deliver again. Oh, no. Why do you say that? Um, but, yeah. So I, I get Wi-Fi. I buy the freaking thing. And then I'm able to make it all the way to the Toronto airport. And then I get shuttle. Like, it's a very jarring experience. Um, again, there's just so much going on. It's the middle of the night. I don't know where I am. And now I'm just on a shuttle bus. And it's taking me to an airport. I was just, I'm so far outside of the zone. And then I end up in a new airport. Everything's all over the place people are everywhere and it's just it's it's a lot there was a big undertaking um i i was I, I was frightened but again i had to remain calm cool and collected uh i don't know if i did look calm cool and collected because this um this african woman comes up to me and asks me to help and i mentioned that she's an african woman because i made a mistake and that we know i have trouble hearing accents and people so she comes up to me and goes hi what gate are you looking for? And I, I, I don't know what it is about me, but I hear it and I go, that's fun. Okay. And I want to, I want to imitate it. I go, I am looking for gate C, <clears throat> C31. And I'm so embarrassed. And she goes, over here. And I go and I'm like, well, I've been in Canada for four seconds and it hasn't been going great for me. Uh, yeah, and I don't know, maybe I'm just a stupid American. I don't know if they could tell. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. When I was driving around looking for Wi-Fi, I did go into a gas station just hoping, maybe, um, that they'd have something. And I don't know if it was because maybe there's a, a something, a sort of accent, but the guy looked at me like I was speaking straight Texan. I was like, excuse me, sir, listen, um, is there any way I could use your Wi-Fi for just like four seconds? And he goes, oh... You know, I, uh, what? And I'm like, uh, Wi-Fi. Like, do you have internet? Is there any way I could 
connect, and he, I might as well be listen, man, I'm coming on down to ask you if I can use your internet. She's like, oh, you know, I, uh, I don't know uh, what that is. And I go, oh, great. Where am I? Um, so anyways, I do make it back to the airport, and, and I, I go there, and, and I, I, um, I look at my boarding pass, dude. There's just a lot of trouble, so bear with me. There's a lot to the story. I look at my boarding pass, like the whole thing is just chaos. Nothing, like everything works out for me. Thank you, Jesus. But nothing was easy the whole time. Everything was just hurdle, hurdle, hurdle. Um, so after all that, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. We've made it. And I pull up my boarding pass and it says, you have one personal item. Now, usually this is called a carry-on or so I thought. But then I'm walking to the gate and the little thing where you do your, your you check your baggage, um, they have a carry-on bucket and then a personal item bucket. One that's much smaller than a carry-on size backpack that I had. So I go, oh, crap. My backpack's not going to fit in that. And I guess the carry-on wasn't included. And this was another mistake on my part that I guess I didn't check it. So I'm like, oh, crap. Now I need to upgrade my thing and I need to buy the carry-on so I can bring my crap on. Um, now when I'm trying to do this, there's a variety of things going through my head. One, now I'm out of the country. I don't know for sure if my card's going to work. So I pull it up immediately and I'm like, okay, we got to add carry on to the thing. It's not going through. All right. Now I don't know if it's because of the data plane I had just purchased or because of my American cards are going, what are you doing? I'm still out of the country. Cause it got little notification says, did you buy something in Canada? Are you trying to buy something? I'm like, yes, 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 I am. So I keep clicking it. Click, 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 click. Time's ticking. Airport's about to get, we're about to fly off. Like, oh crap, my backpack is not going to fit in the personal thing. So I go into the bathroom and I start putting on all my clothes and jackets. Okay. Like I'm, I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? Look at me. I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? It's like I'm wearing so much in the bathroom. I stumble out with all my stuff so my backpack can fit into the little personal item thing. And right before I get up to the gate to actually board the plane, uh, I pull back up my boarding pass and it went through. The carry-on little thing. So I, I toss my backpack in the carry-on. So I didn't even need it at this point because I just put on all my clothes so that I could have the free personal item. But now I throw it in the carry-on. They go, oh, you didn't need to get that. I was like, yeah. <sighs> and I already got charged for it. And now I'm wearing all these clothes and I have no time to take them off. So then I board a four-hour long flight and I'm sweating. It's the middle of the night. I'm wearing so many clothes, dude. And I'm packed together with people. And it was it was probably just one of the worst. It was just, it was tough, dude. It was tough. And yeah, you know, like it, it, like flights go, it was, it was pretty typical or standard. I mean, there's always like, it's, you're never gonna have a flight filled with normal people, you know? Like I think when they are booking the tickets for the flight, I think it's like an even ratio. Like, okay, we want a few normal people, then we want uh, two angry guys, give me, give me a racist, a kid who kicks the, kicks the back of your seat, a conspiracy theorist, a baby crying all the whole time, and 19 people coughing. Now if we have some room, we'll throw in a doctor or something, but just give me the whole lot, just a wild conglomerate of, of people. And it was messy, and it was loud, and I'm sweating, and I'm just, like, exhausted. And I'm, again, thank you, Jesus, I got on the plane, but look, nothing comes easy. So I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to sleep, and I, I don't know if I did. Like, I, I keep, like, 
thinking I'm falling asleep, but I was like closing my eyes, kind of like I was playing hide and seek with exhaustion and exhaustion was not hiding at all. Every time I open my eyes, like, Hey dude, I'm still here. You burnt out. Yeah. Go away. So I keep trying to sleep. I'm having a competition with this Filipino guy right next to me. He keeps, tra- he, in, you know, he's winning. Okay. He sleeps like the whole freaking thing. And he's like, Hey, we made it. You know, we slept the whole way. I was like, yeah, dude, we did. Um, so it was pretty crazy, pretty crazy. And yeah, I think that's the whole plane story. Although this was something, I did see some, one more thing on the plane. Okay. And I know I'm kind of fast forwarding through all this, but there's just so many details. I, I like to smile. Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Um, (laughs) I, I think it's fun. And I think people don't usually see people smiling, just enjoying their day. However, I think for one of the first times in my life, I saw somebody boarding the plane, okay, alone, and he was just smiling. And this scared me. And I thought, there's a time and a place, all right? Maybe maybe you can't be smiling all the time. And I've always thought, that's my philosophy. I'm just going to smile and be happy all the time and spread joy. But I saw this guy walking into hell. This freaking crazy four-hour sweat lodge of phlegm. He's just, he's holding his backpack and he's just like that. That scares me, okay? Anybody who walks into war with a smile on their face is someone you don't want to mess with. And he just walks past the back of the plane, eyes bugging out. I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, I don't know if he's got plans, if something's about to go down. I'm freaking out. Um, so yeah, I, I, the plane lands. I eventually strip off just freaking layers, dude. Um, and then immediately put them back on cause it was freezing in Canada. And yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. I land there. I edit the podcast in the airport cause I'm a freaking champion and we always get the podcast out again. Thank you, Jesus. It's not easy, but the Lord provides a way. Oh. <sighs> Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that was how my week went, man. I, I did all that, and then I proceeded to have, like, the absolute greatest week of my life with this lovely, lovely girl. Um. So, yeah, man, that was that was everything, and I hope I painted a good picture of that. Like, that was, that was really it. It was very hectic. It was stressful. I don't know how funny all of it was unless you enjoy hearing me go through a lot of pain. You're like, oh, I love it when things barely I, – I don't, like – Obviously, I would have loved it if things didn't work out for him, but the fact that they barely worked out for him is good enough for me. So if that's if that's what you're looking for, then congratulations, because I I barely made it, dude. And speaking of wearing too many clothes, I'm I'm I'm, I'm burning up again. I always and I'm pretty good in the heat, dude. Um, so yeah, that was that was my travel, and that's that's kind of how my let me get through with that because it's only six dollars. Um, so. Yeah, that was how my week went. That's how that whole travel, it was crazy. But it was it was new. It was fresh. It was ex- exciting. New experiences. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's good to be so far outside your comfort zone. And now I'm, I'm back and I'm just eating my same snacks and buying $6 jackets off the rackets. And I'm trying to think what my next big adventure is going to be. And I want to do stuff that is keeping me uncomfortable. There's something exciting about doing something that is that is scary um and hard and and difficult and foreign <laughs> um but yeah i i'm trying to figure out what more i can do i, I want to keep on dude you just want to keep on swinging you're like i don't look lord provide let me, let me get some more hits but also even if it doesn't like i just there's something um i don't know i don't do a lot of new stuff 
So the excitement of doing something so far, uh, far and outside of my comfort zone uh, has been great, dude. It's been great. And I, I challenge you and I urge you and I, is there a different word I'm looking for? I point freaking go that way. I, I'm telling you, go do that. Um, so anyways, that's pretty much everything that I had to talk about and what I had. But I did have, I saw while I was there <laughs> online that Sony PlayStation is coming out with a car with a PlayStation controller as the steering wheel. Now, we look at this and the whole submarine and Seagate and go, why would we ever try and do that again? Okay, now... I'm not as quick to jump off the board on this one for a couple of reasons. One being that the PlayStation controllers are, are made way better than the stupid $20 Logitech. Like that's, it's a $70 controller. You know, we're near 400% value, not 65% off like the jacket. Okay. Like this is, this is a good value controller. Now two, there's not a lot of submarine games, but you know what? There are hundreds of racing games where people have driven their car with the controller. In fact, some people have entered like they became professional drivers from playing video games. So I think we might just see the best drivers drifting and going around with a joystick. And that's crazy to me, you know? Like I think maybe like generations and so many people have been growing up and they don't know how to do a lot with their hands, but they know how to use a controller. And I'm just curious. We might be seeing some elite movement and, and tactical ability with a controller going forward. I wish you could put that on everything. I mean, if you think about the people who play Call of Duty, if we could somehow put buttons onto a gun like that, I mean, we would have the most elite military of all time. Okay? If we had plumbers and they were trying to jump over barrels and fight off Donkey Kong. Like if we could just make the plumbing buttons a little bit different, the world would be a lot better if we could figure out how to add controllers <laughs> and just shove more buttons into our lives. And that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. So I think it's a great idea. I'm looking forward to seeing this, this Sony car and I want to see people just drifting and, and or I don't know. The, I will say that the controllers die pretty often or you get stick drift. And that's the thing where your controller wears out just a little bit. So it's always leaning to the left. Kind of like you're like, oh, what the forget get back in the right lane. It keeps trying to throw me into the, the median here, you know? So maybe you have to keep on buying new controllers and, and that's not a good philosophy. So if they can make the controllers very durable, and, and very safe that I'm all for it, dude. And I want to see some people driving, dude. I want to see some people driving. Um, so anyways, yeah, looking forward to that. Be on the lookout. I want to see more people using controllers for everything. I mean, think about something that's hard in your life. If you're a gamer, okay. If you play games now, think what if there was a freaking controller on top of it? What if you're like, man, I don't want to do the dishes and you're like, Oh, press the circle button. Okay. This is fun. There's something like we people have grown up playing video games. There's like a satisfaction, dopamine, serotonin, whatever the chemicals that go on in your brain that when we press these buttons, we go, we're accomplishing something fun. I don't want to do the laundry. But if you press R2 and R1 at the same time, it'll pour the detergent and you will get the thing cranking. And I feel all about it, dude. So I think if you it might just be a hack. OK, like if you have lazy people and they're not doing much and they're not really contributing in many ways. I think you just start putting controller buttons on everything and you watch the world, you watch the couch potatoes just rise and it becomes a utopia of 
you know, either success or they're going to, they're going to rage quit and they're going to hack and, but you know, they'll compete and they'll have fun. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been full circus and it will be full circus next week when I see you again there. Um, but I'm very grateful for you guys taking in the time, um, to hear my, my stories. I know it was kind of like just one long expedition. Uh, but again, if, if you find any joy in me going, I don't know what's going to happen. Is it gonna, is it gonna just fear. You're welcome, because that's mostly what I've been experiencing. But if you also really want to see me fall and you hate to know the fact that I succeeded, thank you, Jesus, one more time, and I will continue to do so. Oh, my gosh. Did he say that? Yes, I did. Um, yeah. So sorry, because things always work out for you, boy. Is it a manifestation? Is it a jink? You be the judge. Is it a jink? Is that a jink? Did he just jink it? Um, yeah, it's the, the singular, not a jinx. I'm not jinxing it. I just jinked it just a little bit. Like it almost, almost, oh, did you jink it? Did you jink that thing? Um, yeah, it's not because things always work out. And I like to believe and will continue to do so. Now, if I accidentally get hit by a car and somebody's driving a PlayStation controller, somebody's driving it with a PlayStation controller, um, I was wrong. But until then, ha ha ha. <laughs> I'm kidding. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I love you. This has been beautiful. Uh, praise the Lord declared, and those bumper stickers will carry you to maybe not first place every time, but you'll be in the race. All right. I'll see you in the next one. <laughs>